You are now listening to Table Talk, a D&D-based podcast, where a group of voiceover enthusiasts and theatrical-inclined individuals come together bi-weekly to play a rousing game of Dungeons & Dragons. The current campaign is a homebrewed epic tale titled The Devils of the Blind. Now, sit back and enjoy as the story unfolds, and welcome each and every one of you to our table. the first session of Table Talk, a D&D themed podcast. I am Emily. I will be the DM for this campaign. If the rest of our cast will introduce themselves. Uh, I'm Renee Smith and I'm playing Erlen Devanderell. I'm John and I'm playing Nolamir Fletcher. I'm Chase Paradise and I'm playing Finris Kane. My name is Billy, and I am playing Oslo Praetorian. My name is Jane Duncan, and I am playing Sturgill Bronwyn. My name is Nathan, and I am playing Swarly Turrell. All right. And with that, let's get into things. I shall start the music. Alright, welcome to the kingdom of of Novensoul. (laughs) It's a powerful kingdom known for its magic and its lore. The people are a warfaring race mixed with humans and orcs, often going head to head. However, for once, they are not fighting each other. Instead, you all have been summoned to the High Court for an interesting bunch of crimes. As you all are being brought about on carriage, you have a chance to take in one another. Each of you chained with your arms behind. So, with Fenris being the kind of wonder character that he is, would more or less be sitting back and just taking in the surroundings. Yeah, Oslo would be sat there, completely silent. Ellen would be keeping her head down. I think Sturgill would be very manic, like, of... A, I didn't do this. Why am I here? Kind of like looking around. To anybody that's willing to listen, uh, Swarly is just a. In last, my last time on the high seas, I told you about my first time. I was just a young Toro and just just droning on. He's he's he likes to talk. He's been talking probably the whole ride. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Dolomir is going to 
kind of try to get as close as he can without nudging anybody to the uh, carriage driver and go, Listen, this is about the magistrate's wife. He wasn't wearing a ring. It's fair game. I didn't know. We kind of sound like we have the same accent, and I just want to let everyone know that I'm not as vicious as these guys. Very well. <laughs> I'd be a little bit better if you guys would keep it down. I swear, I, I didn't mean to break it. I, I, I mean, I know I'm taller than the average uh, average woman should be, but you know, how was I supposed to know there was a weight limit on a really fancy chair like that? In that, how I met Captain Lathorn. Um... Oh. Honestly, at this that... point, I'm now just praying for execution. Uh, at that, Erland's gonna kind of look at everybody. Hold on, did, did did any of you did all of you actually commit crimes and I'm the only innocent one here? Or, well, please tell me at least one of you is actually innocent. I can neither confirm nor deny. I already said. I didn't know. I'm innocent. You tricked me. I, I just mean, broke something really expensive and I couldn't pay for it, so, you know, I guess I'm the bad guy here. I mean, I'm just here because they told me to get on the carriage. I'm doomed. After what feels like an hour, but is in reality maybe only a few minutes, the carriage comes to a sudden jolt, knocking some off your seats. Or causing some to bump their heads. After sitting for a few more moments, still, the orc comes around and jerks the door open. Alright, you lot, it's time to get going. Pulling the chain that it has is attached to all of you, they jerk you out one by one. We're in a good bit of trouble now, aren't you? Oh, I can't wait till the Lord gets a hand of you. And I can't wait for you to shut the hell up. <clears throat> what are you talking to, you old bastard? <sighs> I think it's better if we just keep our mouths shut, don't you? I mean, Speak for yourself. I don't know them. I don't know them either, but, you know, we're kind of the ones in chains here. If we speak in might get a bit confused. <clears throat> As they pull you in, you finally get sight of where it is you're headed. And it's large castle. Built to the built nearly high enough to touch the clouds. Sturdy stone. 
But as you look closer, you can see several spots that have been torn, torn and tattered by war and fighting. Getting closer to the entrance, you notice a large crowd filled with orcs and humans and half-orcs. They seem to be staring at you all, some with disdain, others with group in this kingdom before. <clears throat> Jerking you <clears throat> Did you need to say something? Oh, no, sorry. I'm trying not to cough. Oh, you're good. Alright. Pulling you along, the orc grunts at the rest of them. Out of the way! Prisoners incoming! I don't really consider myself a prisoner. I kind of think of myself as more of a misguided misfit. Stop it! No, I was arrested, but I'm not entirely sure why you guys arrested me. You've yet to tell me. You'll come to know once we get in. Ugh. I know. Just raising his hands to show the chain, he goes, Well, as much as we all protest, currently the chain say otherwise. Hmm. <sighs> There it seems. Once you enter the, the castle, you notice on the inside it's much more barren than you might expect at first. There's very little decor or furniture. It's mainly walls. Walls and more walls with nothing on them. Leading into a maze-like structure. The orc, however, seems to know exactly where they're going, as they jerk you through turns and twists, through doors and tunnels, until you come out to a surprisingly large garden-esque area, filled with plants and creatures, as far as the eye can see, and yet none that are not uh, native to us, they orc lead you down they lead you to a long flight of stairs that stops at a landing and on this landing surprisingly walks out an elder she, as she walks out she has a grace of something not of this but yet very much Closed eyes. She stands and judges. Prisoners, welcome. After great. Feel much more welcome in the change, if we're honest. Chained, not gagged. Cost extra. You're going to get us in trouble. Hush. She stares down at you all. Well, 
Well, she can't really. <laughs> <laughs> she she leans, tilts her head toward, down towards all of you. And leans it from side to side, as if listening. Hmm. Yeah. I'm sure you're all wondering why you're here Yes, please. I'm sure we're all just dying to know. I can think of a few. For you see, my prisoners, you have been brought here for not crimes you've committed, but for the crimes you will commit. Huh? Are you? I think I'm a good person, so... So, to clarify, till now, I am innocent. <laughs> so please, Depends on your mind. Freytown, what exactly is it that we do in the quote-unquote time to come? That caused us to be in shackles. You see, my dear prisoners, if I told you, you would still wind up doing it. For it is the inevitability of fate. However, I have recently found certain fates can be changed. Which is why I have brought you all here to change a tragic fate. No one should have to endure. <laughs> um. Do you find something funny? Well, you talk about things that people shouldn't exactly have to endure, and well, I've seen my fair share of things. I don't know how you know all that, but do keep it to yourself, please. Yes, well, that is the reason I have summoned you. I simply could not let you stay out and let the destruction begin. So I brought you here for a chance for redemption that has yet to be earned. Redemption for a crime, maybe not them, but I have yet to commit. A crime yet to commit? Still a dangerous crime, my dear. Oh, alright. You're done talking in riddles. I speak only truth. Whether it comes in riddles for you, perhaps you need to learn. So allow me to cut to the point. You have something you need us to do, so we can be cleared for our future crimes. Yes, indeed. You see, I have been in talks with important deities and people 
makes beings, such as yourselves, willing to go find the objects I need. So this is like a get-out-of-jail-free card, right? Like, so we can just kind of kill, and then when that's all done, it's like, hey, you know, uh, don't worry about jail time, because you did good, right? If you would like to take it that way, then yes, I suppose it is. Man, this is not how I wanted my first day to go. Ooh, it's a lot to take in. It's better than a beheading, I suppose. Yeah, it is. Lovely. Lovely. So you all seem in agreement. You will take on this mission. I don't enjoy the notion of killing with impunity. Uh, it just doesn't seem right. Is that so? Taking a life should have consequences. Did it? Always. You never had to fight for your life, have you? I have. Perhaps you shouldn't speak of things that you know. Don't know. Not every time you kill somebody should it have a consequence. Well, either way, I assume we don't have a choice. You always have a choice. Just... Yes. The other side of it being, what, imprisonment? Or death, if you so The axe. <clears throat> if, um, if I'm a be so bold, um, I'm retired. Could you tell me, perhaps, what kind of uh, crime it is I'm supposed to uh, be committing, other than uh, laziness and uh, <coughs> over-drinking? Of course, my old friend. You see, each one of you possesses a sin be their very undoing. For you, swirler, why, you are undone by your laziness. Your sloth will be the end of you and those around you. Hmm. You, well, uh, um. you, my dear Sturgill, you, well, you will be undone by your gluttony, your hunger, your anything, really. And it will bring the downfall to those you hold closest. Oh, well, that's kind of a bummer. And you, young Oslo, well, your downfall will be your pride. You think too highly of yourself, and it will be your undoing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
thing that I am greedful of, I suppose, is my work. have to forgive me if I'm not entirely sure what breath you speak of. Oh, you poor dear. I suppose you will find out sooner or later. Anyway, in the end. And so the half elf. Ah, yes. What is he? Way he was speaking of that person's wife and what he accused himself of, I thought it'd be last. Fun times. <laughs> I mean, I could too. <laughs> you see, I was having a fun time in the jail here, and then you went and made it real. I'm not having such a fun time anymore. into a tunnel, and one of the orcs gestures for you all to start walking up the stairs. Looking over as they're walking to the uh, the cat man, he goes, well, it looks like she's tired of questions. But she also mm. didn't mention last or um, of a seventh sin is in this case. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> Perhaps one is um, of her own. Freddy's all over me. Some technical difficulties. Okay. <clears throat> so, as you are being led down this hall, you notice a vast difference from when you first entered this castle. Well, the entranceway you came through was very barren. As you start going down this hallway, you see torches lighting up the walls. And on the walls you see murals telling a story of war and destruction. Of deities and one another. And the elven woman continues on. 
and on. Till eventually, you all are... Till eventually, you all are in a... Another large room, this one rather open and round. And the elven woman stops in the middle. First trial, I suppose, before we can get to your escort. So, uh, question? Hmm? You took six people, you have no idea who they are, now you're getting us to do some kind of trial, so we can go with an escort to go and what, save the world? But that is where you are wrong, my friend. I know who all of you are. But this is just to make sure you are worthy. I can tell you right now I'm not worthy. Me. Worthy for what? Because um, I've already fought in a war and I'm sorry, but I'm not doing it again. Are you sure you got the right person? Because um, I, I literally just got out of the barracks like uh, not even like a couple days ago. So uh, you know, <laughs> are you sure? Because there's somebody else out there. I'm sure that's probably like a, a, a lot better than me. Well, if this trial includes that of killing creatures or that of backstabbing people of certain kinds. You can count me in. I mean, if it's a test, I'm gonna ace it. You prideful bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but we did just establish that. Hey, you well, can't watch perfection. Well, I don't see any, um, any kind of trial here, though. You will soon. And with that, a flash of light, and she disappears, leaving you in a room with only one door that is locked. However... Fancy uh, trick. Who has the... What is everybody's insight? Roll for insight. Um, just a moment. Passive or actual checks? Uh, passive. What's everybody's passive insight? Passive it's like passive perception before insight. It would be eleven. My insight's plus one, so uh, insight is wisdom. It, yeah, it, it, it's so, twelve. Oh, okay, thank you. I'm off what math, you guys. I'm really sorry. Wait, do you have insight? I have insight, uh, but it's not a. It's just it's plus one. <laughs> yeah, your your nice. your passive stats are just your. Your stat plus ten. Yeah. It's the modifier 13. plus ten. So yeah. in oh, my case okay. it's eleven. Twelve. Oh, eight. <laughs> eight. <laughs> <laughs> I got eleven. Alright, what is yours, Fenris? Eight. Eight. Okay. Oslo, what is yours? Thirteen. Thirteen? Okay. Sturgill, yours? Ooh. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Oslo, I want you to roll um, a perception check. Official game. 
16. 16. Fabulous. As they all are wandering around, trying to see if there's a clue or anything, you notice very small writing on the wall beside the door. And as you roll up, as you move closer to it, you can see what the words say. It turns out to be a riddle. And with the riddle it says, The key is found within your head. Use the key to paint me red. Be aware of what you spurn, for what you give shall be returned. And I shall post it in the chat so you all can see it as well. So, uh, upon seeing that, he's going to look over to the rest of the room and goes, Hey guys, writing on the door. Seems to be some kind of riddle. Riddle? Hmm. And it begins. Hmm. Oh leave us with the riddle. So, the key is found within your head. Use the key to paint me red. Be aware of what you spurn, for what you give shall be returned. Talk about head and red, and my first thought is oh, blood. Someone give me a brick! Yeah, blood. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm not all for painting the town red, but, or at least the door in this case, but. No, it's got to be a little more specific. It's got to be different than that, right? Mm -hmm. I must be crazy. Yeah. Does, Would the, it be... uh, does the door have a knob? Or is it just a flat door? It's just a flat door. No knob or anything. Mm -hmm. aside from the riddle. No keyhole. Do you okay. think it would be a spell? I mean, if we somehow turn the door red because we know the spell in our head? Hmm, uh, Good thought. Yeah. What kind of spell? Unless you mean burn it down, that would turn it a shade <laughs> of red, right? <laughs> uh, does anybody know color transformation spells? There's what? No, uh, uh, no prestidigitation, but I don't think that changes the color of anything. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me see. No. Uh... Got a couple of fire spells up my sleeve, but I'm a little scared to use them. Yeah, it says what you give is what you get returned. I'd be fine, but. Hmm. Um, here, let me. Uh, let me. Is there any other clues? Give it a shot here. I'm Spurn. going to. Spurn uh, means uh, to reject. He's talking. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion on the door and just make an illusion of a door, except red, <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> well. As you, cast, as you cast Minor Illusion and another door appears, something seems to happen. You feel a rumbling. And Ooh. the door you created becomes real, only for it to fall on you. Oh, that, that, that hurt. Are you 
You were uh, right. I, I got you. I'm gonna help oh. him pick the door up off of him. Oh, I'm much obliged. Yeah, I'll be well, fine. As that happens, the phrase "Be aware of what you spurn, for what you give shall be returned" lights up in red. Mm. So, uh, blood red. There are more clues. Are we missing something? If the key is found within your head, maybe knowledge, memories, perhaps. Wait. Is the key to paint me red? But there's six of us. How are we supposed to know what kind of memory? So he did a spell, right? And mm. he made a door, and the door fell on him. Yeah, it didn't work. Yes? But it says use red. So what if one of us puts a little bit of blood onto it? Would it make another one of us? Hmm. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's six of us. I'm sure six of us could beat the crap out of one of us. That one might be our seventh sin. World is too small for a second, Nolan Mayor Fletcher. He's right, perhaps somebody else should do it. Last thing we need is somebody who's, uh... <laughs> well, who talks about sleeping with married women. Well, here's the thing. It either be that. Or... Be aware of what you spurn. If we... Here's an idea. Open ourselves to the door, maybe the door open. Like if we tell the truth or something. That's where my head's at. Okay, why not? Yeah. We'll try. How to wait? What if um? Has anyone got any like ink or anything like that? Um. <laughs> hmm. So uh, nope. So. I don't think so. If he made the door, and then it made the door, I was thinking, what if we just sort of draw a key? There's no knob. Would it just open? Could we just push it open then? you said that very thing, on the ground next to the door, a needle small enough to prick your finger appears. Ah, oh, great. It definitely means blood. Well, I said I'd do it. Just kind of holds up his hand. Are you sure? Eh, I thought worse. Alright. So he's waiting for someone to prick his finger. He's just waiting there. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll yeah. do it, I guess. See ya. Takes the needle and pricks Fenris's finger. And then he just kind of, you know, watches, squeezes the finger so blood comes out a bit and walks to the door and then very gently tries, like, at first presses the finger to the door and then, like, tries writing open in the red. <laughs> As you do that, you. The door glows a 
slight light, almost as if you're getting closer to the answer, but does not open. Ah, I thought it was about to explode on me. Ooh. Okay. Right during the key. Poke the finger. Jeez. <laughs> ah. Damn it. Draws a key. As you draw the key, the door glows a brighter light once again. A keyhole appears, and the same with the key. Hmm. Oh, Alright, someone else do the honors. He just kind of like steps back, rubbing his hand. Alright, someone open that bitch. I'll do it. It's made of your blood, I mean. Alright. I'm not scared of touching blood. No, but that's a fair point. If it's his blood, maybe... He should do it. Maybe only um, him. Already this far. Might as well. Picks up the key. And goes to put it into the keyhole. As you place the key in the keyhole, you twist, mm -hmm. and it opens, revealing a Well, I'll be damned. Fucking um. genius. And on his hip, he's going to light the green-flamed candle lantern for some light. As you lighten up the walls, it's very similar to when you first entered the castle. Very barren. Hardly see anything. Slowly, as you move forward, you feel as though you can hear voices. As you read, uh, does uh, anyone else hear voices? <laughs> uh, I mean, I hear your voice. Does that count? There was a trial similar to this in the uh, Order of the Raven. It's never fun to hear voices. Oslo is gonna crouch down and start moving quietly. <laughs> As you start moving and getting closer and closer to those voices, you feel a draft. And Swirly, mm -hmm. you immediately recognize the smell of salty sea air coming from the draft. Um, we may be uh, close to a coast. Mm. Fantastic, because cats and water have the best repertoire. Just kind of looking over his shoulder, he holds the finger to his mouth and just, shh, still voices. As you get closer, the voices become much clearer, and you recognize the voice of the elven woman speaking in hushed tones. And roll for stealth. 
Hey, I have, uh, uh, I have proficiency in this one. <laughs> oh, no. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ooh. A 20 plus 3. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I have a witness, uh, by the way, so. That's right? a you nine. saw that, I'm not lying. I yeah, that's so a nine. <laughs> Four. That was exciting. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I guess guys, I got a twenty. Come on! I guess it makes sense. I'm, I'm, I'm at the front with a with a glowing green lantern. <laughs> oh no! Ellis um, is gonna watch in the shadows as everybody else gets caught. No, I'm kidding. What did you What did you roll? I got a four. Okay. <laughs> so Swirly got Buddy. a four. Sturgill got a uh -huh. four. Oslo got a nine. And Fenris got a nine. Mm-hmm. And what did the your other two get? I got a twenty-three, like a nat twenty plus three. I got That's a sixteen awesome. plus five for twenty-one. All right. Um... <laughs> oh no! What a time to not be playing rogue. I would I would like to petition for pocket sand. <laughs> pocket sand. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that I attempt to do something, but I'm so big and awkward that I just nothing works. Oh my gosh. It's, the... okay. it's like Kronk sneaking around in a. Yes. <laughs> Quick question. Swirly, you have mm -hmm. something like a turtle shell on your back, yes? Yes. Yeah, I, I do have a shell. Fantastic. Okay. Well. <laughs> Oh um, boy! <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> as you all start walk, as you all are continuing walking, um, Arlen and Norlamir, you two notice that there's a slight tilt to the ground as you move, and wanting to not make too much noise, you pause and slowly start inching against the wall to get closer to the voices. <laughs> Swarly, however. And Sturgill, you two don't notice that the ground starts tilting. Sturgill. Just clomping along. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm falling over. Swirly, you wind up missing a step, falling on your back, and just start sliding down to the ground, knocking Sturgill off her feet, Oslo off his feet, and Fenris off his feet. Ah, uh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> yeah, just hate this hand the ground. Oh, totally bastard! <laughs> the four of you are now sliding down a rather steep <laughs> fall. No, 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 no! Oh, shit! <laughs> Oslo's digging his claws into the ground um, trying to stop. Oh, you hear stuff? No. Should we go after them? Fuck, 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 fuck! We should. Everything uh, was going so well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig my claws into the ground to try to stop. Also, uh, oh roll no, for, roll for strength. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to help and try to dig in something like a heel. Oh, hey, natural seventeen. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Oh, oh I got a, I got a one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, take a bite to your fingers. <laughs> Sorely, you My heel breaks. 
You managed to get your nails in enough that your slide, I suppose, slows down to a slight inch. Sturgill, however, you somehow wind up going faster. You're now doing somersaults over yourself as you go down. I didn't do that. We're just gonna casually follow behind. Okay, so... This is uh, fun. With the somersaulting... Uh, pulling the hempen rope from the waist, gonna try to throw the rope down to uh, Sturge while he's sliding, just Ah, shit, grab this! <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think, would that be a dexterity roll? Well, I'm tossing it, like, trying to get down to her before she gets out of range, so would that be dex or strength? For... I'm gonna go for dex, just because you want to get the okay. rope around her. Gotcha. <clears throat> oh, dice, don't fail me now. <laughs> Modify 20. Alright. You managed to get the rope around her and stop her fall. Yes. However, Thanks for that. However, I'm still sliding. Have, you all have made enough noise that the voices have stopped. Hmm. And a door slams open, and you see the very amused face of the elven woman. Hi. Hello. That's never good. Just the looked off, pissed face. Just. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Did I do good? Well, unexpectedly, you made it through the test. And though you might Listen. be lacking in stealth, you've made up an interesting teamwork. Eh, of course we made it through. I figured it out. Prideful bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point out I was the first one to mention the blood. I was thinking my soul to a fucking door. Yeah, I'm not really hungry yet, so I don't know where my gluttony comes in, so. <clears throat> she clears her throat, um, as if to get some sort of semblance of order. Well, either way, you made it through. I suppose I will take you to the real location now. And with that, she gives a snap of her fingers, and you all appear on top of a rather large boat. With the oh. teleportation, he sort of clings to the boat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I'm with Oslo. I'm just going to hold on to the railing. No, no boats, no boats. Not today, not tomorrow. And please. No. It's not that bad. Well, there's any bad weather or big sea beasties right now. Please find my there's always Please big sea beasties, you just can't... Mm. Well, I'm jinxed it now. Yeah, that's my job. <laughs> I'm right at home. By the way, can I uh, yes. have my rope back, please? Yeah, sure. Here you go. Hmm. 
smiling once again. She gestures to the ship around you. This will be your escort on your travels. This ship. No. Oh. No. <laughs> Does it have to be a ship? Can you not, like, give us wings or something, for the love of God, please? <laughs> Here. Here, just tie the rope around your waist. I'll tie this side to the mast. You'll be fine. Oh, great. So when I fall overboard, I can drown. No, you can climb back up the rope. I have massive paws with claws. Do you know how hard that shit is? You can dig your claws into the side of the ship and climb back up. You'll be fine. This is uh, the only way to travel. I'm with this guy. He Surely you've walked. Tie himself to the master. Fuck this. My defense, it's not this. necessarily the ship or the water. It's the, the storms and what happens to the water whenever that happens. You get used to it. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. You do. Wait. All right. All right. Beggars can't be choosers. No, no. They definitely can. Someone says, hey, <laughs> you want a copper? You can say no. <laughs> it's either this or guillotine for future crimes. That's a fair point. <laughs> guillotine looking real good right now. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue where we're going. The ship knows and will take you there. As I was saying, the ship is one of a kind, with a mind of its own. It can travel farther than most. Oslo Did you say the ship knows? He starts stroking the mast like, good ship. You keep good Oslo <laughs> safe now. Such a pretty boat. <laughs> such fine Old wood boat. you are made of. Must be mahogany. Oh, that's a good type of wood. Oh. <laughs> um, as as a former bosun, um, Swarley would like to inspect the uh, the rigging and the and the sails and just make sure everything is uh, ship shape, as it were. Show me your secret ship. Um, it's, uh, 14. <clears throat> As you wander around the ship, giving it a love, like a great hat or feel every so often, you feel a slight warmth coming it is happy to have one like you aboard. Hmm. Well, I'm uh, happy to be back aboard. Oh, well, back on the sea anyway. Not that I've been aboard you. Uh, if I have and it's been a bad experience, um, I'm retired, so 
My apologies. Is, is he saying this, like, out openly? Yes. <laughs> I, I think the turtles got senile. Yeah, I, I kind of lean over and I'm like, is he gonna ask the boat out on a date? <laughs> Mike. Uh, I'm doomed. You know what? Actually, I think we're a little lucky that you have a guy who talks the boats. At least he might be able to... You know, if something goes wrong, at least we have somebody who knows what they're doing, right? He knows what he's doing, right? He's not just crazy. I kind of shrug my shoulders like, oh. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Seafarers have their ways. Leave the turtle man to himself. Uh, Alright, fair enough. Oslo looks up to the elven lady and goes, Can you do me one favor? What might that be? Is there any way you could procure me some catnip? You mean mint? Yes, mint. If I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this high as balls. <laughs> Alright. I'm I'm just gonna go take a seat. At, at your question, she gives a slightly condescending smile before going back to speaking. The ship's name is the Willow's Cry. Do try to be careful with it. As does not take well to being offended. As he sits down, kind of like leans back against the, uh, like towards the bow of the boat, he's kind of like sitting down against it. Just, well, if she guesses where we're going, then the boat is to be respected. As he kind of gives like the, the deck a bit of a pat. As you give the deck uh, a pat, you get a rather warm feeling as well. Almost as if it is slowly getting warmed up to the idea of one of you on the ship. Hmm. <clears throat> so I was saying, um, Fenris, as you gave the ship a pat, it gave you a sort of warm feeling. Hmm. Well, that's a bit odd, but I'll roll with it for now. Oslo still in the background, just. Good ship. Good ship. You look after me. <coughs> I uh I go over to Oslo and I say, um hey, I uh it's not much, but I, I have some peppermint which can actually help with anxiety a little bit. 
Do you sniff it? Do you eat it? What do you do? Oh, well, I mean, I, you know, you being, you know, uh, kind of a, like, a cat, uh, I, I think I think it's okay for you to chew it. Not really sure, but I'd say maybe just kind of snoosh it and smell it, just in case. You know, I don't really know the inner workings of a cat, but... He just holds his hand out. And I uh, give it to you. Yeah. He just puts all the peppermint <laughs> in his mouth and starts to chew. Oh, 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 was not expecting that. Um, okay. Uh, I think you'll be okay. Can feel the anxiety leaving the body. Like a wave on the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, that... <laughs> oh no! I'm like in the constant head of like, is he gonna be okay? <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, peppermint's poisonous cat, so. <laughs> He's humanoid. It doesn't count. Would he be okay? He's humanoid. Hey. I feel like we'll be seeing that peppermint again. (laughs) (laughs) So is our, um, is the elf lady still here? She is. She's, um, just waiting for you all to get settled. Uh, sort of situated. Noamir will gingerly leave the railing of the ship nervously make his way over to her and go so uh is there a mister eerily closed eyed elf who seems to know everything about everything wow real smooth there guy <laughs> I'm off my game today you, you got this she <laughs> she tilts her head towards you <laughs> and <laughs> Gives um a similar condescending smile as what she gave Oslo earlier. No, but you do yeah. not interest me. Yet, I do suppose I've forgotten to give you my name. Please, friends, you may refer to me. As Lady Myra. Hmm. Well, since we're on the name subject, even though you spoke them, to introduce myself, yes, I'm Fenris Kane. Oslo just wrapped around the mast going, Myra, Lyra, Tyra. Kyra. We're going to die. <laughs> oh, we're all going to die. It's just... <laughs> I mean, some sooner than others. Not it's just a simple fact of life. Well, way to rub in your elvishness. I'm not rubbing my elvishness. I'm just stating facts. Just Fenris, like, oh, kind of tipping his chin towards Myra and just. So, did your 
Fate show you all this too. As she tilts her head towards you, this time she gives a different smile. Much more mischievous than her other. I told you before, my dear friend. Fate is a fickle thing. Mm. We shall see. In the end. Now, I must leave you. Have no worries, though. For the ship, the Willow's Cry, will take you to your first destination. <sighs> That's fantastic. She say pickle. <laughs> yes, Oslo. <laughs> Great. Now I'm hungry. Hey, uh, well, I hope it's not my fate to kill you, so I'm really sorry about that. How you feeling, bud? <laughs> not Oslo, on the deck! Oslo, I want you to roll a constitution saving throw. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. oh, God. We're, we're about to find out. Done. Oh, yes. Oh, God. We're the about dice decreed I do not die on this day. Uh, 19. 19. Okay. <laughs> I was checking my medicine roll just in case. Fucking so. session one poisoned. <laughs> New character. <laughs> you feel extremely sick to your stomach, but fortunately it's nothing deadly. You do, however, just wind up passing out and drooling on the deck of the ship. Oh, God. Just oh, in his sleep, God. just... This is the group we've chosen to uh, retrieve something for you. She goes. She gives a laugh. I did not choose you all. For fate did. Now, best of luck. And with that, she disappears in a shock of light. Fenris is kind of rubbing his eyes as well the fates must have chose wrong because yeah, without any just disconnected what happened <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> she said she smiled said she did not choose you but fate did and then she disappeared in a flash <laughs> oh, okay so Fenris rubbing his temples just well I hate to be the one to say it, but I think the face chose poorly, because I doubt we could I... find a bottle of raspberry fucking snaps at this point. I tend to agree. Meanwhile, I'm trying to, like, check Osla's blood pressure, but I'm like, there's too much fur! Efficiency in medicine, uh, would you like me a, to check? Have we had our weapons this entire time? <laughs> No, you act, that's actually a very good question. You have not. You have not. You were actually stripped of your weapons when you were oh. all first. Shit. How do, I my, do I have my casting focused? Yep. Say that again. 
do do I have my casting focus? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> um, but however, the ship starts moving on its own. Ooh. And once it does, you hear several loud clanking noises below the deck. What was that? I am so happy Oslo was too smacked out to focus on this. <laughs> Maybe we should go uh, check. See if there's any food Those ghosts. in the alley. Uh, Alright, Half-Elf, you can stay up here. I'll go if somebody okay. else is willing to go with me. Yeah, fine. Perfect. Careful not to find a monster down there. <laughs> if there's one down there, we're directing to the chicken on top of the deck. I... Alright, I like that idea. Very mean thing to say about Oslo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a feline. The internal screaming in Finch's head right now is terrible. <laughs> okay. Um. So, who's going below the deck? Carolyn. Finris. Right. Swarley. All right. As oh, the three. <laughs> As you all, chicken. <laughs> so as you all start heading down the deck you hear more clanking noises. And once down below, you recognize your weapons. Mm. However, they are not mm. alone. Among the mess that are as your weapons scattered around is a small gnome-looking child. Just peering oh, around. Putting weapons here and there, trying to find a way to organize. Humming to themselves. Oi! Oh. 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 Absolutely adorable! Huh. Like the rest. Noamir is going to politely walk over and start trying to help them organize weapons. Because it is a child trying to carry weapons. It's adorable. And that shit's not cute. <laughs> I mean, it's adorable. It is a little. No, no. As you, uh, Let's just see what happens. As the child notices you're all in, all in there, it, tur it turns around, gives a smile. You're, finally, you're able to tell that it's a young boy. An, a young gnomish boy. And uh, as he gives you a smile, he goes right back, putting the weapons away, and he has a a powerful strength to him that most children his age should definitely not possess. Can I approach him? Go ahead. <laughs> he's, he's just coming to himself, putting the weapons up. Um, um. Excuse me. He tilts his head up. Hello. Hello there. 
Are you lost or something? Oh no. You see, Mistress Myra put me in charge. Mistress Myra put a a child in charge. No offense. Oh, oh yes, you look you see. Um the willow ship only listens to me. So they figured I'd be the best one to help you all out. Oh, well, I suppose that makes sense. Um, if you don't mind, could I kindly have my staff? Staff. Staff. And you see him looking around, and he digs in a little pile, and grabs the staff with his little hands, and hands it up to you. Here you go, pretty lady! Oh, oh, what is your name? Thank you so much! My name is Tomias. Tomias? Uh-huh. Oh, it is such a pleasure to meet you. You are absolutely adorable. Thank you. Well, Thank you so much for my uh-huh. staff. Tomias, as Finn's kind of goes down on one knee and just... <laughs> Have you seen my great sword and my bow? At the Yo's words, he goes digging through again, and he's just humming to himself. Here you go. Thanks, kiddo. As he, I like your horns. Thank you. Kind of gives him like kind of like ruffles his hair a bit. (laughs) Please tell me we can keep him. He's not property. I just kind of turns. I know that, but it's adorable. Um, I think right, rather he's keeping us. Um, at Swirly's words, the little uh, little boy just gives a big grin mm-hmm. and back to organizing. Oh. Our, uh, the ship only listens to you. Uh, does that make you uh, our captain? I don't know. The ship just not likes me. So I go with the ship. Well, uh, all right then. Uh, I need that dagger and that dagger and, uh, um, I like crossbow and bolts. And very similarly, he um, quickly goes about and grabs them all up before handing them to you. It's very obvious. He is very uh, knowledgeable the insides of the ship and where things have been. Well, um, thank you, Captain. Stop messing with that. <clears throat> so, do you just stay down here, or... You have another place to call home? Well, I can stay with Miss Myra if I like, but I like to stay with the ship. Fair enough. A ship can be a fine home. I suppose it can even, especially if you know your way around it, huh? I know. All the places of the ship. Besides, if the lad is friends with the ship, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have to worry about people 
doing him harm if the ship likes him. Ooh, that's bad. I certainly that's... don't intend to cause him harm, so. If we didn't have our weapons, do we have our other personal effects? Yes, you do. Okay. Say to Myas. Yes? Would you happen to have a cup on board? Say that again? Would you happen to have a cup on board? A cup? Cup. Cup. Like when you drink a cup. Think- yeah. In the kitchens. Why don't you show me where one is? All right. And he takes as big of a step he can and just starts marching up to the top of the deck. No, I mean, we'll follow. Yeah, Phoenix is going to follow up and out, but go check on Oslo and Sturgill. <laughs> how, how is Oslo doing? Everyone's going to go back on top. <clears throat> Oslo's KO'd from what I got told. <laughs> Sturgill just constantly like I think he's okay I, I mean he's breathing but I'm not sure like just kind of like oh god uh, alright so Tamias uh, leads you to the kitchens and hands you a cup right <clears throat> Uh, Nolomir is going to pull out a set of bone dice from uh, his explorer's pack and sit down at a table I would assume would be nearby in the kitchens. Yep. Tobias, what would you say to a game? Oh, I like games! Boy doesn't deserve to be below decks all the time. This game's called Liar's Dice. At which point, Nolamir would explain the rules to the game. All right. As you explain the rules, his eyes just light up with excitement. What do you say? I'm glad you. I, I got. Sh- I have to show you to your rooms. We can get to the destination. Fair enough. And with that, he leads everybody out and goes to corral the rest of you all to head to your rooms. And with that, we shall end the first session. Ooh, lovely. Nice. Very nice. Intriguing. As much as a mess that it was. Hey, session zero. <laughs> it went great. Fun. Difficulties happen. Yeah, it happens. I mean, hey, I will say, got to meet. Go ahead. No, nope, I was just saying, got to meet little, little Tamias. Yes. I'm not saying he's gonna go missing, but if he just so happens to end up under my cloak or something, I mean, we just don't <laughs> say anything. You're gonna get a smack on the wrist because if he no no, he's like, I can't help it. 
Listen. She's a spot for children. It's like a T-Rex. The boat is a T-Rex. You don't take the egg. You leave the egg with the T-Rex. <laughs> no, no, no. We take him. He just literally would just be paddling the whole time. Okay. <laughs> no, no. We take him. So when he's in danger, we throw him at the thing, and then the boat swoops <laughs> in and saves us all. No. <laughs> Your cloak is moving. Is that normal? Oh, yes, absolutely. She's secretly a dragonborn. Help, help, it's dark in here. No, what was, that was nothing. I don't think your cloak can breathe properly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? She's a high elf. She's used to talking out of her ass. Oh. The, the, oh. the last thing. Oh. It's a fighting words, boy. Just, I can see it now. Tamaya's coming out to collect everybody else. Finris lent over and smacking Oslo. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The little kid. Is the cat man okay? Also, how tall are you? Oslo? How tall is Oslo? Uh, shit. Hold on, let me get the character sheet back up. (laughs) So other than the technical difficulties, did you guys have fun? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo to your gaming. It was really good. Yes. Yes. I'm thoroughly engrossed by the story. I like where this is going. I'm getting serious um, uh, Morenoloth vibes from this child, though. The child that the ship listens to, and I'm just like, oh, that that feels fiendish. Okay, that's <laughs> nice. What scares me is that because I've sent you Erlen's background and everything you need to know about her, you've given her wrath, and I'm so scared on where that's going to lead. <laughs> so to answer your question, Oslo is six foot eight. Oh, so you're right there. I somehow, I, because I wanted to see if, like, well, if he's shorter than me, I could, like, princess carry him to the room. But, like, but since you're, like, almost my height, I have to, like, drag you, I guess. Carry him with the (laughs) potatoes. Down every step, you just hear his head. (laughs) 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 With the, with the, drag him limply by the tail. Yeah, I'm trying my best here. That's not my tail. Well, with, uh, fin- Finris is six four, and with his strength, he just came with the shoulder like, "Up, oh, see, Daisy." Gosh. What? How is it? Never. No, Elden's only five seven. That's one short elf. Is it still short for an elf? I tried to make her tall enough for an elf. Elves are normally between like six and seven feet tall. Damn it, you know what? I'm a short person, so she could be a short person too. I'm taller than you. <laughs> Why is it that when I try to make a tall character, I still end up as the shortest person? Hey, Don't oh, worry. You're not the shortest. I'm, not the shortest. I'm, I'm only five. Oh, that's feet. right. I'm a turtle. Don't so worry. Right. Yeah. Tamias is a whopping two feet. Don't worry. Yeah. Not only is, this, is he a gnome, but he's a gnome child. Yeah, he is. Oh, great! He is a nothing under our feet. <laughs> so, so in my day-to-day life, I have to deal with really annoying two-foot-tall children. <laughs> then in D and D, I get to deal with an annoying two-foot-tall child that one of our party is no doubt gonna fucking kidnap, so he becomes a main staple of our. <laughs> well, I. I would. I'm just saying, if it happens, I didn't do it. So, like, Fuck it, you want the child? The Let's take the kid. So, and real quick, when do I stop the recording? <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> I stopped it! Never. <laughs> <laughs>
You didn't say so and cut. Out. You just kept going. Oh, shit. I was waiting for like a outro or something in the podcast. With... I mean, you just caught my crime on camera, so I think. Fuck them. It's bus for a building. Crush them. Right. Well, you can uh, you can dub over something at the end and give it an outro. <laughs> Cut this, this audio. This audio. You can edit it. It's fine. <laughs>